0: One, two, three, go. Welcome to the Medizin cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on yourself. Episode 97, It Won't Be Easy. What's up, moonbeams? Happy Thursday and welcome to episode 97, It Won't Be Easy. In this episode, I want us to talk more about our journey personally when it comes to navigating on the road to success and just how we need to be treating ourselves and what to expect from ourselves along the journey and what to expect out of life if you are new to this episode what's up salutations and thank you again for being here i do hope that you get something out of the show even if it's just a nugget thank you for being here if you are coming back for another episode Thank you. What's up, cuz? Thank you. Thank you for being here. The weekend is almost here. I hope you're excited. I hope you're feeling productive. I hope you're feeling successful. And I hope you're feeling paid. And I hope you're experiencing a peace of mind. But on with that peace. Do what you gotta do. In the first segment, we will talk about being kind to yourself. In the second segment, we're gonna talk about People who are meant to be there will be there. And we'll also talk about believing in your ability to heal in the second segment. In the third segment, we're going to talk about admitting when the path is wrong. My intention for this episode is to be more generous with yourself. You are your key priority, whatever it is that you want to pursue whatever it is that you want to do in this life, you have to make sure that you arrive there in one piece. You have to make sure that your body is there in one piece, your mind, your spirit, your energy is there in one piece, and you have to do what you have to do to promote you, to appreciate you. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's jump into this episode in three, two, and one. Albert Bandura said, what people think, believe, and feel affects how they behave. The natural and extrinsic effects of their actions in turn partly determines their thought patterns and effective reactions. Did you know that how you talk to yourself and how you communicate with yourself is a result of what you think, believe, and feel about yourself? What if you take that thought with you everywhere you go when it comes to how you talk to you when you get upset with you, when you get annoyed with you, whatever the situation. I can't remember who I heard speaking one time, but they were talking about how since we're all children of God, we are also gods and goddesses within ourselves. So how you behave with yourself, how you treat yourself extends to how you treat God. So when you are disrespectful to yourself, when you are unkind to yourself, when you are abusing and insulting yourself, you yourself are insulting God. And when that person said, I believe it was a woman, that that thing struck in my spirit and something in me like flicked. It's nothing like when you're ready to hear or receive a message. There's something in that just sparked a ton of different ideas and just brought an awareness about that was just very powerful. When it comes to navigating the road to success and getting through the day to day and just becoming someone that you like and someone that you love and someone that you can respect, you have to learn how to be kind to yourself in every situation. How you feel about yourself is overall a combination, a sum of all the ways that you honor and respect yourself. It's a sum of all the decisions you've made that respect and honor you. If you're someone where you get very quickly annoyed with yourself, you're quick to insult yourself. Like, I've always been the kind of person that cringe when you see someone like, yeah, my fat ass can't get into those pants or, you know, just insult themselves and call themselves names. Like... I experience self-doubt and feel like anyone else. And, you know, I deal with those accordingly, but I just can never be the kind of person. And this isn't to shame anyone because I know we're all doing the best we can, but I just can't go forward to insult myself by calling myself names. You know, I'll probably get impatient with myself for not figuring something out. It's quickly because I've always had to, you know, learn to figure things out on my own. You know, if I'm doing homework by myself as a kid, I wasn't the kind of kid that can, you know, like pass third grade or so, third and fourth grade really. I couldn't really go to my parents to really help me with my homework, so I've always had to be good at figuring it out. And I'm not complaining because. A lot of that experience, a lot of those years made me a truth seeker, made me me independent, but it made me a truth seeker. When it comes to living life, when it comes to approaching the life that you wanna live, you have to know that it's important for you to arrive there in one piece. You have to know that it is important for you to love and respect yourself. When people meet you, they take their cue on how to treat you by how you treat yourself. You know, if you're being around people and, you know, you're calling yourself a bitch all the time, then they may get the idea that maybe you don't respect yourself as much. That doesn't necessarily mean that you don't because, you you know, you call yourself the B word, but they may get that clue. But if you're around someone and maybe you don't like to hear cuss words or you don't like anyone swearing around you, they might feel like maybe you're more so religious or something like that, but it will feed a way of thinking and they will pretty much gather ideas about how you want to be treated and who you are and how you are as a person. And when you're around people and people can experience that you're not kind to yourself, it can actually be off-putting, it can be unsettling, I can't really stand these days especially to be around anyone. It's okay to be impatient with yourself sometimes, but I can't stand the thing of listening to anyone insult themselves, listening to people, listening to women, men, whoever, listening to people insult their weight, to listening to people insult their physical looks and, you know, different things like that. It's extremely uncomfortable. And, you know, it really just pours out from a place of not appreciating what you have and what you are. You know, these days, so many of us, we get wrapped up in looks and this person looking like that and I'm never going to look like that in 10 years. Looks can be changed. If someone has a bad has a bad smile, bad teeth, bad skin, you know, they're not as in shape, maybe a little chubby, whatever it is, those, those things can be resolved. But an ugly personality, that's going to take a little bit more time. Hell, it may not even really be able to be resolved. You know, an ugly attitude, an ugly spirit, those things take a lot more time to be resolved or to be changed. But physical looks can be changed. Understand that more than anything, you're always doing the best that you can, even if you don't believe that to be true. You're doing the best that you can. said maturity is learning to walk away from people and situations that threaten your peace of mind self-respect values morals and self-worth one of the things that i found when it comes to humans is that we can struggle greatly with accepting that we can't take everyone where we're supposed to go It takes us a long time, myself included, to really accept the fact that whatever it is you're supposed to accomplish, whatever it is you're supposed to be doing in life, whatever's supposed to come together for you, you are supposed to show up and be there for it by yourself. Most times people are in your life for reasons, for seasons, sometimes even for a lifetime. Sometimes they go away, then they come back at another time. But we have to realize that we cut off our blessings. We postpone our success. We, we postpone our growth and progress by trying to keep everyone around. We will pull all our hair out to make sure that everyone goes with us when we cross that finish line. And sometimes life just isn't like that. Most times life isn't like that. For a long time, I was in so, so much denial that I needed to back up and withdraw. I needed to withdraw myself from my family unit. I needed to withdraw myself from friends and family and just really remove myself and isolate myself. I had gotten to this place where You know, I refuse to take no for an answer. I'm not going to let us grow apart. I'm not going to just let us sink deeper and deeper into despair and deeper and deeper into darkness and breakdown. I'm not going to just let us be the kind of people that just sweep problems under the rug and not talk about shit. I'm not going to let us be the ones that just sit around here tolerating each other. I'm not going to let us be the ones that just sit around and spend all this time together, but you don't know what this person has going on. You don't know what this person has going on. I'm not going to let us be the kind of people where I can hear about all the things you got going on but the moment I want to express what I got going on it's a problem when you're tuning me out I'm not going for that and I've just focused so much on what I wanted that I didn't allow myself to see the reality I didn't allow myself to see what life was trying to show me I didn't allow myself to see that there was another way it, wouldn't pro- it probably would be uncomfortable, it would be different, you know, it would probably be a little painful, a lot painful, but there was another way. There was another way that involved peace, another way that involved power, another way that involved getting back to me, belonging to me. And see, that was an extension of, you know, that saving complex. I'm going to save this family. I am going to save this family. And you can't always save people. You can't. You can only trust that everything that you're doing, every word that you've said, every action that you've taken, it's made one impression or another. That, you know, they'll remember it in their darkest hours. That they'll know, even when you're not there, that you love them or whatever, or that, you know, when they're missing you, you more than likely you're missing them too. You gotta respect that when it comes to life, that when people are supposed to be there, they will be there. When they're not, they won't. Understand that you can't keep people from falling out of love with you. You can't keep friendships from falling apart. There are things that are destined to come and go in your life at a certain point in time because, in their exit, that's supposed to set off a chain reaction of decisions and ideas and thoughts that will help you become a better person, a newer person, and prepare you for the next level, prepare you for the next batch of friends, prepare you for whatever. I tell people all the time that it's so important to be aware that you attract what you are. You attract your level of person. If you don't like the people that are in your life, you need to look at you. If you don't like the friends that you have, if you don't like the people that you're dating, you have to look at you. So many of us we want to sit around and blame everyone for not meeting our standards, for not being up to our standards. I had to get off that high horse myself because I was arrogant for a long time and feeling like my family can't live up to my standards. They can't live up to how I want to be or how ooh, I think we should be as a family. And they were doing what was best for them. Sometimes, most times, you got to trust what other people are doing for themselves because they, you, you require, you should want that same respect for yourself. Understand that it may be fearful. You may be scared that you may get to the finish line and no one will be there to clap. You know what? That'll be okay though. You're there. You made it. I had that fear for such a long time. What happens when I get to where I'm going and no one's there to clap for me? No one's there to say yay. No one's there to support. You know what? When you think about it, I've been experiencing a lot of that. When I got my first car, when I bought my first crib, you know, like all the different firsts and all the different successes and accolades, I'm used to people not being there. Most times I just expected them, you know, I used to take it very, very personally, but you know, I believe in divine order and I believe that if they were supposed to be there, they would have been there. And since they weren't there, it was a very particular reason why. And the reason isn't important to me. It shouldn't be important to me. It's just important that I know they weren't there. Understand that there are people in your life that will come and go. Everyone in your life is there to teach you something about you. They are there to reveal something in you. There is a relationship that you have from your youngest niece to your old friend to your mother, your father, whoever your coworkers, everyone that is in your life, you are in their company because they have something to teach you and you have something to teach them. The best thing that you can do is focus on what people are here to show you and don't be bitter about it. Sometimes people are here to show you that sometimes you can care too much. Sometimes people are there to show you that you you don't care enough. Sometimes people can be there to show you that you need to focus more on you. Be real about who's there, who's not, and don't worry about what will happen. Albert Bandura said, when people are not aiming for anything in particular or when they cannot monitor their performance, there is little basis for translating perceived efficacy into appropriate magnitudes of effort. I heard Lisa Nichols say one time that you can't hit a moving target. And to me, that means you can't, you can't hit something that you're not aiming at. You know, you have to get clear in life on what it is that you want. You have to be aware of what the that you're trying to go in. And when you're very aware of what the direction that you're going in, you can be clear when you detour or when you go in a direction that's opposite or when the, the car starts to shift and you find itself going away or veering away from that thing. I know people that are in their late 30s, late 40s and 50s, that all they really want is an apology from their mom or their dad about their childhood and how they were treated, or mom always being drunk and always having men around, daddy being, you know, on drugs and just being super abusive. And as a result, the child has become someone that has a major drinking problem, become someone that, you know, has a major drug problem. And, you know... They want to, they just want to be healed. They, that little kid, that little boy, that little girl, just wants some resolution, that just wants some justice. Be aware of when you're living a life that is taking you in the opposite road of what you want, you know, and you wanting that same healing and wanting that same resolution. You're becoming like the people that hurt you and you've depended so much on these vices, so much on these things that you don't know who you will be without them if you let them go. Essentially, what I'm saying is get into that place where you can see, hey, I'm going in the wrong direction. This car's starting to veer in the wrong direction. I need to turn around. So many of us, we can become so committed to going in the wrong, the wrong way, the wrong direction for so long that once we finally discover it, we become depressed and we just go on autopilot and just... Yeah, F it. I'll just go this way. I'll continue to go this way. I've been going this way for five years or I've been going this way for 10 years. You know, we can be in marriages and relationships where one way or another kind of seeps out and comes out that this person doesn't love you anymore. This person doesn't want you anymore. This person doesn't want to be with you anymore. And, you know, you try to ignore it and pay attention, you know, and not pay attention to it because you want what you want and you need what you need. You know, you're at a job where, you know, they don't honor or respect you anymore. They betray you. They expect you to do overtime. They expect your overcommitment. They expect you to be okay with no work-life balance. And you know that they're not the right position for you, but you have this big old house. You have this big old car. You have this full lifestyle that is depending on you being at this miserable job. And because you have this lifestyle and everybody depending on you, You have to continue to go in the wrong direction. And I've seen people do that firsthand. I've seen my parents do that firsthand. And it is so depleting to watch. It is so depressing to watch. It's so depressing to know that someone can realize they're doing something they don't want to do. They're going in a direction they don't want to go in, and they can't do anything about it. You just have to continue to go in that direction. One, because the other people are dependent on you. Or two, you're scared of what may be in the other direction you've been wrong all this time you've been in darkness all this time you've been miserable all this time and you feel like you have some type of awareness of that you have a control over that you know what that gives you know what to expect out of that you know what to accept out of that to go the other way and venture off into the unknown to venture off into uncertainty is scary it is scary Like, you know, years ago, four or five years back, when I got fired from my last job and I had to proceed and start living a life where I wouldn't be working. I was tired of working for people, tired of it. Like, y'all don't know, like, I'm still not working for anyone and I'm making the best out of my situation. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. Sometimes you have to depend on other people, sometimes too much. But I know now I'm going in the right direction. What does it feel like for you going in the right direction? What if you redirected and switched it up? What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the era segment where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this segment, we challenge you to be better students, better observers, better learners, and pay greater attention to your life and, furthermore, to your results. So let's jump in. The first letter is E. Ease. Find ways to ease into being kinder to yourself, being more kind. To you. Just think about the ways that you talk to yourself. You know, talk to yourself in the same way that you probably talk to your parents or the people that you respect most in your life so many of us prioritize talking to other people better than we talk to ourselves. And I had to come around to that. I heard uh, Brene Brown say something like, talk to yourself like you're someone that you love or someone that you respect, someone that's important to you, someone that's important, something to that standard. And it definitely changed my thoughts and it changed my mind a great deal about how I approach speaking to myself. I've never been one to, you know, insult myself or call myself names, but I can be impatient with myself sometimes when I don't know the answer or when I have when I didn't think of the answer quick enough or someone else thinks of the answer or something like that. And it just takes more grace and patience with myself. But yeah, when it comes to being kind to you, when it comes to being, to showing up for you, treat yourself like that child you used to be that needed more patience, that needed more generosity, that probably needed more hugs and kisses. You know, I keep a picture of my younger self on my phone when I was about seven, and I have conversations with myself, with that little boy, and I just think of ways or think, you know, to, you know, share and open up and, you know, communicate with that little boy and let him know, I'm going to take care of you. I want to take the best care of you, and it's just us. It's just us. I'm going to get it right with you. The next letter is R. Respect. Respect. Respect the fact that everyone isn't going to be there. Respect that anyone that's taking you through tons of changes as far as being in your life, maybe you're sitting around complaining about them not supporting you. Maybe they're not happy every time you get good news, whatever the situation may be. Understand that there may be a large chance they're not supposed to be there and their time in your life is coming to an end. And sometimes that means that maybe a family member, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your siblings, maybe it's a cousin. It doesn't mean that the time may be coming to an end forever. Maybe you just need a break. Maybe you just need to back up. Maybe it's time to just forge different paths and allow yourselves to become different people on separate, separate journeys, excuse me, and do your own thing. But this thing that you have about forcing life to keep everyone in your life and it's not making you happy, you feel like you have to be the center of keeping everyone happy. You feel like you have to keep everyone accountable for supporting you. If there's anyone in your life that you have to make support you, that you have to continuously complain to, to support you, you've told them about three, four, five, six times and they still struggle to support you. I understand that they're doing the best that they can. And, and when I say they're doing the best that they can, they can. they're they doing what they want to do. They're doing what they can do. Simple. If you went to them all this time, they still weren't able to make a change, except that they don't want to make the change and keep it moving. But yeah, either way, respect. Everyone's not going to always be around. Sometimes you're going to have to walk alone. I say this a lot because in these past four or five years, I've had people around me, whatever like that, I know God is very much so tailor-made this mission to be on me. And I've had to walk alone, be by myself. And it's not always fun. It's not always easy. But there is a power. There is a trust and a courage in me, depending on me, and valuing me above all. And the same goes for you. The next letter is A, admit you got to be open to admitting when you're going the wrong way, when you're doing something the wrong way, when you're on the wrong path. So many of us, we could spend years, 5, 10, 20 years on the wrong path. I feel like since we've been on the wrong path for so long, we might as well just stay invested in it or we'll waste our time. It's like, no, you know, you know the truth. If you know you're on the wrong path, do something else. If you know that you're not supposed to be in that career and life is showing you, you've had feelings, you've had thoughts, you've had things that have pulled you to the truth, honor that truth. So there you have it. Ease, respect, and admit. In the next episode, we're going to talk about ditching the cape. So we're going to be talking about the saving complex that... And they desire to save everybody. And in that saving everyone, you're depleting yourself. You're depleting your cup. So you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to the Apple Podcast and please leave a comment and a rating and let us know how these episodes are doing. If you have any ideas, topics, episode topics or ideas that you want to submit, please share those and I will look over those and we can get into those and see if anything fits the show and we can do that accordingly. Lastly, I hope that this episode was able to, you know, give you a sense of, Ease, or give you a frame of reference for the way you think, or the way you behave, the things that you do. And understand that when it comes to how you live your life and how you need to show for you, understand that life will pull you into the scariest and treacherous of waters. But in life, pulling you into those scary situations, there are things you may not want to do. There is always good on the other side, and a you that will be reborn, the you that will be stronger, smarter with stronger instincts. And much better for it. Lastly, you are strong. You are enough. You are wise. And you are tough. Peace.